Cairo Radio was paid a fee to air the following program. All information discussed on the following program is for general information purposes only and does not constitute legal advice or create an attorney-client relationship. Prior to acting on any legal matter, you should seek legal advice from a qualified legal attorney who can evaluate your situation and advise you accordingly. Welcome to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. Your Partner in Law is brought to you in part by the law firm Gregorick & Associates PLLC. Charting your course to a secure future. Your Partner in Law starts now. Here's your host, Rick Gregorick. Hey, good morning and welcome to Your Partner in Law. I'm attorney Rick Gregorick. I'm here this morning with uh, attorney Scott Ralston. And first order of business, of course, good morning, Scott. Good morning, Rick, and happy Father's Day to you, and happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there in Absolutely. the Puget Sound listening. It is indeed Father's Day, so um, I guess that's the the quintessential barbecue day, right? The grilling day. I remember when I was younger, um, my uh, kids uh, coined a term for me because it wasn't just Father's Day, but many days, and this was when I was younger and living in Southern California, and of course, there's a lot more sun and less rain. And so I became known at that time and when the kids were young as Daddy-O of the Patio. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. I actually have some paraphernalia around the house with Daddy-O on it. So I was Daddy-O of the Patio for uh, my uh, exploits in grilling. I was corrected one time, we don't barbecue, that's in a pot, (laughs) barbecued beef and pork, that's barbecue, but when we sear it, we're grilling, so... Um, lots of grilling going on today, I would imagine, and looks like we're going to have a, some nice weather for that. Beautiful day today. Beautiful so it's, day. Uh, it's always great, and um, I always hate to put a cloud over that, but we're a planning show, folks, and our job here is bringing you information that will be helpful to you. And when I was thinking about what to talk about today... I kind of was reminiscing about my own grandfather, and he died many, many years ago. Um, Many complications of his death, but the one that I remember most vividly was, you know, we didn't call it Alzheimer's back then. It was simply, you know, grandpa had become senile. Senile. It was senile, Mm -hmm. senility, Um, and it was overwhelming, the the anguish that you you know that rippled through the family. I was just I was a young kid. I was barely you know I was still a late teenager, and my folks had uh, taken in my grandparents and they lived at uh, my folks' house for uh, I think my grandfather for about six years and then my grandmother um, ended up being there almost sixteen years, and I looked at the devastation on my own parents uh, financially, emotionally, um, family dynamics and. It, it, was a, it was something that should never have happened the way it did. The cost, it completely took every dime that my grandparents had to live on to um, provide care for my grandfather, even with my folks, uh, you know, them living there full time. Even way, way back then, this is a long, long time ago, several decades ago, and they still had to have in-home 24-hour nurses because grandpa was a wanderer. You know, and part of his senility, a.k.a. most likely Alzheimer's of today's diagnosis, he would be able to get up in the middle of the night and he would wander out. He would leave the house. He was found one night uh, wandering down a very, very busy highway. Um, He was brought home by the neighbor who happened to be a firefighter and was coming home from a job site. And he noticed this man walking down a very busy trucking lane. Um, Santa Ana Canyon Road in Orange County, if people are familiar with that. It's a horrible road at night. And there he was walking down the robe in a bath or down the road in a bathrobe, carrying a briefcase. Almost three miles from home. This was four AM. Um that was a bellwether and we had to take all kinds of extra precautions and things like that. Well, this dementia and Alzheimer's is something that is overwhelmingly present in our community, and yet it's not really recognized um, for what it is. It doesn't get the research dollars that other diseases get. And I want to give you folks some sobering statistics. 
we're making a lot of medical headway in many, many areas of disease. Um, breast cancer, deaths are down 2%. Prostate cancer, deaths are down 8%. Heart disease is down 16%. Stroke, down 23%. HIV and AIDS is down 42%. This was between 2000 and the 2010 census. During that same period, Alzheimer's disease was up 68%. Um, these are not small numbers, folks, almost 6 Plus, so probably over 7 million folks now in the U.S. are afflicted by Alzheimer's that are at least diagnosed that way, with a staggering cost of over $260 billion a year. I see other estimates over $300 billion, but um, we're talking a big number. And we're looking more and more and more people are uh, being afflicted. And, and I believe, and I think statistics show, it's going to be more and more that those numbers are going to grow these numbers are growing all of those you know all of the things like stroke and heart attack and in their age treatment stuff like they're going to continue to decline we we have better medicine we live healthier lives we exercise more in general we, we are living much longer and as a result of our bodies living much longer our minds are uh, becoming afflicted. And so we are going to see more and more individuals unless we can come up with some care. And until we come up with some care, we're going to need to plan for that. Well, it's research dollars. I mean, Alzheimer's doesn't get near the research dollars that cancer research gets or heart disease or strokes. I mean, it's a fraction of that. One of the really um, unique issues around Alzheimer's is certainly the length of time that it can um, – take for the disease to progress. It is a progressive disease. And then depending on your particular situation, it could be a six-month progression or it could be a 15-year progression and everything in between. One of the staggering things about this particular illness is the impact it takes on families. It's estimated that somewhere between 15 plus million Americans provide unpaid care for people with Alzheimer's. Well, this is your spouse and your children, maybe a grandchild, uh, many times having to put their careers, their lives on hold for months or years, and sometimes even decades. We've had clients come in that have um, been able to do that, and the economic toll that this brings about is, um, it's just really staggering when we look at that. When we look at um, rising Alzheimer's cost uh, to Medicare and Medicaid, uh, there's some statistics put out by the Alzheimer's organization. Said in 2017, it was $175 billion, and that is rising every year, and they project by the time we get to 2030, not very far away, folks, um, that cost will have gone up to over $310 billion. By 2050, $758 billion. We're approaching a trillion dollars. These costs are rising rent rapidly year after year. And one of the things that we're experiencing with Alzheimer's also is it's not just for people in their 80s. We're seeing this in much younger people. We're seeing more and more people diagnosed from their 50s on. And these are just outrageous. The average out-of-pocket health care costs for dementia patients, it's seventy-five dollars to $100,000 a year. That's average. Some go much, much higher, up into the several two, three hundred thousand dollars or more. And the challenge, of course, in one aspect is how do we pay for it? And the other issue is what should we do about it? How, how do we go about paying for it? I mean, most Americans certainly can't save the money that is required here. And so what do we do? And this is something we talk about all, well, we do talk about it every single solitary week here on the radio. Folks, each of us needs to take a little more responsibility in looking forward and not saying, well, that's not going to happen to me. I hear so many of us, guys especially, um, not going to happen to me, or we don't have a history of that in my family. And, you know, I'm going to tell you, none of that matters. It's an indiscriminate disease, as most diseases are. As we just talked about, some diseases we are making significant headway on heart disease and things like that. There's things we can do to prevent those diseases. We haven't found what it takes to prevent Alzheimer's. And so we're, it's just a 
waiting out there, and it happens. So there's not a lot of prevention. I mean, there's lots of talk, but we don't have any real data on that that we do on heart disease and stroke and cancer. We know how to curtail those. We know how to adjust our behaviors, our activities, our diet, medications. We have impact on those other diseases, which is why we see them in these declines. Well, we see Alzheimer's in this rapid ascent, getting more and more prevalent. And the cost is crippling on both, you know, at the individual level, the family level, the community level, and then the macroeconomic level at the U.S. And so we're always talking about proper estate planning. Well, proper estate planning is so much more than what happens to your stuff when you die. Most people sit there and, you know, they, you, you put off your doing a will and say, well, I don't need a will till I'm older. I'm, you know, this, that, and the other. And we got, I've heard all the excuses. They're all nonsense. I don't want to hear them anymore, guys. Well, and and you've, uh, you've heard this one as well. You ask someone, do you have your estate plan? And they say, yes, I have a will. And again, that's not a comprehensive estate so plan. So a will only deals with things when you die. You absolutely need a will, perhaps a living trust associated with the will. But the most important important part of your planning really needs to focus on disability. What happens if I become incapacitated? Don't plan saying I'm not going to become incapacitated. That's just foolish, right? What if? That's the question. What if I become incapacitated? Well, most people, Scott, as we know, we do a a questionnaire for every client we've had for the past 20 years. And one of those questions in goal setting has to do with staying in control of my affairs. It's been a rare occurrence, if ever, that someone didn't mark that at the highest priority. In my planning, one of my highest priority goals is to maintain control of my stuff. That's you guys talking to me. You're telling me that's one of the things that's most important to you, and yet you don't act to that end meaning you have to sit down, you've got to go through an estate planning process, you've got to discuss the disability potential, and then who may become, you know, your caregivers in that. We're going to pick this up right after break, and your telephone calls, we'd love to talk with you on this Father's Day at 888-973-5476. Your partner-in-law, we'll be right back. My dad would always say the three worst words in the English language were shoulda, coulda, and woulda. So many people with retirement right around the corner or in the middle of it have the shoulda, coulda, wouldas facing them. They're not proactive. You didn't take care of the will. You didn't take care of the trust. They didn't do what was needed to do when it came to real estate and taxes. So right now, let's avoid the shoulda, coulda, wouldas and call Rick Gregorick. Rick Gregorick is my estate planner. I sat down with Rick, explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or a charitable trust, real estate or taxes. It is so complicated. You've got to rely on an expert like Rick, who is so kind and knowledgeable about all of it. So be proactive. Take control of your life now. You can schedule a complimentary consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show, Your Partner in Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregrick, my estate planner, yourpartnerinlaw.com. Many people with near or over a million dollars in assets will mistakenly pay more in taxes in a long-term care situation than it would have cost them to set up an insurance plan to pay for the care needed. Due to recent changes in the Pension Protection Act, these new asset-based plans guarantee a tax-free benefit for long-term care and pay your estate back with interest if you never use it. But most importantly, it's about having a plan. All your children have to do is carry out your wishes, and you're not a burden on them. That's why I love the advice my wife and I got from Brian Ott and 525 Advisors. Brian's asset-based class is this Friday, June 21st, in Bellevue. This class is aimed at individuals and couples who have accumulated close to or more than a million dollars in assets and may be considering self-funding their long-term care costs in the future. Learn why that is not the best idea. Seating will be limited for this special asset-based class this Friday. Friday, June 21st in Bellevue. So reserve your spot right now, 525longtermcare.com. That's 525longtermcare.com. Have you ever wondered what would happen to you or your loved ones or your business if you were incapacitated tomorrow or if you died prematurely? 
None of us plan on it, but not addressing these issues can be catastrophic to your finances, your family, and your business. Hi, this is attorney Rick Gregrick, host of your partner in law, right here on Cairo Radio every Sunday morning at 8. Elder or estate planning is necessary for all of us, regardless of our wealth or lack of wealth. So whether your estate is large or small, you simply must have a proper legal life plan in place to protect you, your loved ones, and your business. For your free estate or elder law planning consultation, give us a call today at 425-284-3450. At Gregorick & Associates, my staff and I will take the time necessary to understand your needs and recommend the best plan for you and your family. Call us today at 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450 or go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. Now back to Your Partner in Law. With Rick Gregorick on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. Hey, welcome back to Your Partner in Law. Um, we started that break a little abrupt uh, last time, but listen, hey, we'd love to talk with you on this Father's Day 2019. And so our call-in number, and we are live in studio, of course. We're one of the shows on the weekend that... We care. We're here for you. We want to talk to you. 888-973-5476. Maybe you want to wish that your dad, you know, um, happy Father's Day. Maybe he's not around, and maybe you could call him up real quick and say, hey, Dad, hop online to 97.3 FM and listen live. And you could say, hey, Dad, I'm here on the radio. Wouldn't that be fun? Give us a try. We'll see what we can do for you. So, folks, we're talking about the rising cost of Alzheimer's and dementia-related diseases. It's outpacing just about everything out there in the medical world. And this necessitates doing proper estate and elder planning. We're seeing more and more people afflicted with mental, you know, with these mental deficiencies, um, cognitive impairments at younger and younger ages. We've had clients in their 40s and 50s 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. So it, you know, it spans a very long time. And we need to make sure that we're protecting ourselves. So we talked before break about, you know, most people say, well, you know, I have a will and, you know, a will is not an estate plan. A will is part of an estate plan. And it's one of many documents that you really should have in your estate plan. And we really need to talk with you about planning for disability. Who is going to make financial decisions for you? This is a big question, folks. And do they have the skills necessary to do that? And then I'm going to say, do they have the integrity to do it, the fiduciary standards that need to be adhered to, um, put strains on many, many families? We see oftentimes either spouses or even children um, not providing proper care to folks because they're spending their inheritance, as we might say. Yeah. And, and you know, as the as the litigator within our firm and doing a, a significant portion of my practice doing estate litigation, the importance of decision making is tremendous. You know, and, and when we talked earlier, and I kind of popped in and I said, you know, we talked about the question, "Do you have an estate plan?" and people say. Yeah, I got a will. Well, that's that's not an estate plan. That's part of an estate plan. But the 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 pre-death decision-making, planning and documentation is so incredibly important. It, it is just astounding what can happen when people do not have that type of estate planning documentation in place. And that's why we stress so often and so much on this show the importance of the pre-death documentation, the decision-making, because of the cost of the litigation and the unintended outcomes that can occur. You know, it really, really is important. So in your general durable powers of attorney, these are not documents that you should base your future on unless you've really sat down with an attorney and gone through this and had it crafted for your situation. We are getting so many situations, Scott's litigating these issues, and if we're litigating them, lots of other people are as well. Um, people just printing documents offline, thinking that that's an estate plan. I haven't seen any yet that would qualify as a bona fide estate plan. No, and it, and it's it's actually worse than that. 
and and yeah, people can go online and you can download and you can fill in and you can print things. And you might get lucky and you might do it correctly. One of one of the problems that we see a lot of is people that have not planned early and planned often being taken advantage of because they have not done any estate planning. They're starting to lose their ability to manage their affairs. They still have an idea, obviously, of what's going on, but they aren't fully cognizant of the implications of the documents and the implications of the decisions that they make through those documents. And they can get taken advantage of. They can get taken advantage of by a child. They can get taken advantage of by a neighbor. They can get taken advantage of even by a spouse. Uh, and I know that that's hard to, to fathom, but you know we live in a world where many, many people are in second and third uh, relationships of some form, whether it's a marriage or cohabitation of some form. And you know your spouse or significant other may not really be all that interested in your children being taken care of. And I know that that's hard to understand. It's hard to accept, but it is just a reality and it's something that I deal with regularly through the court system and through litigation where you end up with these blended families fighting things out through guardianships or fighting things out in estates or through power of attorney actions. So, you know, these are these are realities that you can minimize. You can't 100% necessarily avoid because there's just always potentials that people will take advantage of you. But if you do plan early and you do plan often, it is much less likely that these types of situations will arise and what you intend to occur and what you plan for will more likely than not occur. You know, it's it's a plan, folks. It's called an estate plan. Planning, I always say, is a process, not an event. People say, oh, I did my estate plan 30 years ago. And then they dig out that dusty old smelly document. And of course, it's not relevant today. And documents are missing. And things are missing. It's just terrible. Folks, when we're into the healthcare area, on our next, uh, after this next break, we're going to go through some of the documents and some of the things I want you to think about when you're creating your powers of attorney, your health care directives, your living wills, and some of these other important documents. We'll be right back after this short break and take your calls on this Father's Day at 888-973-5476, 888-973-5476, the Cairo and KTTH hotline for today. We'll be right back. Many people with near or over a million dollars in assets will mistakenly pay more in taxes in a long-term care situation than it would have cost them to set up an insurance plan to pay for the care needed. Due to recent changes in the Pension Protection Act, these new asset-based plans guarantee a tax-free benefit for long-term care and pay your estate back with interest if you never use it. But most importantly, it's about having a plan. All your children have to do is carry out your wishes, and you're not a burden on them. That's why I love the advice my wife and I got from Brian Ott and 525 Advisors. Brian's asset-based class is this Friday, June 21st, in Bellevue. This class is aimed at individuals and couples who have accumulated close to or more than a million dollars in assets and may be considering self-funding their long-term care costs in the future. Learn why that is not the best idea. Seating will be limited for this special asset-based class this Friday. Friday, June 21st in Bellevue. So reserve your spot right now, 525longtermcare.com. That's 525longtermcare.com. Have you ever wondered what would happen to you or your loved ones or your business if you were incapacitated tomorrow or if you died prematurely? None of us plan on it, but not addressing these issues can be catastrophic to your finances, your family, and your business. Hi, this is attorney Rick Gregory, host of your partner-in-law, right here on Cairo Radio every Sunday morning at 8. Elder or estate planning is necessary for all of us, regardless of our wealth or lack of wealth. So whether your estate is large or small, you simply must have a proper legal life plan in place to protect you, your loved ones, and your business. For your free estate or elder law planning consultation, give us a call today at 425-284-3450. At Gregor & Associates, my staff and I will take the time necessary to understand your needs and recommend the best plan for you and your family. Call us today at 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450 or go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. We return to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM. 
and AM 770 KTTH with your host, Rick Gregorick. All righty, a little uh, music to wake you up on uh, Father's Day 2019. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there, and uh, hope you're out there uh, on the patios doing the daddy-o of the patio uh, shtick. You have to listen to the beginning of the show for that one. So, you know, we're talking about a tough subject here today about dementia, the economic cost on families and society, um, the level of care that's necessary, the cost of the care, the impact on families are, you know, insurmountable. And none of us can do anything to prevent the disease right now. It's not something that we can take a pill for. We don't exercise more. We don't get more walking. We don't know what, you know, this is this phenomenon. And you know, we're learning, but, you know, the money doesn't flow into Alzheimer's like it does other diseases. Um, so it's, 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 it's a really challenging one. But what do we do as the individual? What can you do to help protect yourself? Well, the answer is estate planning. But the answer is proper estate planning. You must sit down with an attorney who is skilled, not just at pumping out wills and trust and powers of attorney. You know, there's, you know, there are some of my colleagues just pump things out and others are really wonderful and great and I respect them highly. But what you need to do is sit down and talk about your family, the good, the bad, the ugly. Tell your attorney about, you know, well, my two kids, you know, they generally get along, but in these kind of situations, or personally, as one of your, you know, your children, they have financial trouble, or they're going through a lot of marital troubles. Yeah, and this is, and this is one of those advantages. Ah. This is one of those advantages of the sitting down and talking to attorney as opposed to the do-it-yourself plan, because when you sit down and talk with an attorney, they're actually going to ask you these questions. When you do this yourself online, you're not going to ask yourself the hard questions. You're not even going to know the hard questions. That do need I need to, to be consider asked. this question? How is this important or relevant? Yeah. Because you know, most of you pick people out of convenience to be your caregivers and your financial agents and things of that nature. But yeah, you have we only step back and natural choices. At. I mean, most yeah. people choose a a natural choice. The natural choice is going to be spouse, children, and siblings. I mean, those are those are the natural choices, but. All of those may be bad choices depending on your circumstances. It's got to be the situation. We need to look at each situation individually. That's the key, individually. There's so many things I look at out there today where everybody wants to have the same plan, you know, the same thing. Well, it's ridiculous. We can't all have the same plan. We're all very different. Our com- the components of our family are different, the dynamics, the emotions, maybe our religious background, our moral background. All these things come into play in your estate planning. And we spend far too little time thinking about the impact of any type of incapacity. Now, you know, many of these diseases and things like that have, you know, somewhat of a short term, you know, cancer. Most people don't live with cancer for 10 or 15 years. There are a few, you know, but the majority, you know, it's either you're either fixed up in surgery or chemo or whatever, or you're not with us anymore. Same with heart disease, things of that nature. Now, people can live with heart disease a long time, but we know how to treat it and we know what you can do to prolong your life. And it doesn't have the same um, cost. The cost the, of dementia care and the availability of dementia care is one of the things that's you know, really challenging. There isn't enough. There aren't enough skilled facilities. But sadly, most of this falls back on the family, unpaid caregivers. And we need to kind of work on that and because they're themselves becoming economically disadvantaged. They're oftentimes injuring themselves both physically and mentally um, throughout this uh, somewhat strenuous caregiving process, um, people need varying levels of care with Alzheimer's. And, you know, some folks become aggressive. We've, you know, we've seen some very aggressive. We've seen all kinds of different behaviors. It's not like one. Yeah, and there's, there's another, another issue that arises with the, the family caregiver. And that can, without planning, again, without the planning documentation, it can create two issues. One, it can create strife particularly among siblings. Um, a regular situation is, is where one sibling takes care of mom and or dad, and the rest of the siblings from the outside view that as taking advantage of mom and dad. 
And then the other, and, and so that can create family strife. Um, and it's very, and when I say this can create, this is extremely common. Okay. The other issue uh, that it can create, you know, it can create a Medicaid issue. And, and if you don't do these things properly um, and put in place appropriate contracts for compensation, if there's going to be paid compensation, um, you know, there's tax issues that can arise because if, if the, the, the child is, is being paid but not reporting, um, there are uh, problems there. There's uh, labor and employment issues because if the child is, is being paid for more than 40 hours per week, you start running into some issues as well that need to be addressed. So there's a, there's a lot of issues that arise that uh, really, you know, you need, again, proper planning, sitting down with an attorney, doing these things correctly. It helps with the, the potential financial impacts and it helps with the family strife. It really does. And, and, and folks, the dollars and cents, um, they tell the story. But what we have to do is take that information and bring it down to you at your personal level with your estate planning on creating your health care powers of attorney, your um, health care directives, which are living wills, how to deal with life, you know, end of life issues. And how do we augment these particular documents and write them in a manner that they're going to actually work for you when called upon, that you have the right people in place, but you simply must sit down with a qualified attorney that does estate and elder law planning and go through your situation in some significant detail. Because don't leave out details with your attorney because it's all important in crafting documents that are going to actually work for you. Hey, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back and more of your partner in law. My dad would always say the three worst words in the English language were shoulda, coulda, and woulda. So many people with retirement right around the corner or in the middle of it have the shoulda, coulda, wouldas facing them. They're not proactive. You didn't take care of the will. You didn't take care of the trust. They didn't do what was needed to do when it came to real estate and taxes. So right now, let's avoid the shoulda, coulda, wouldas and call Rick Gregorick. Rick Gregorick is my estate planner. I sat down with Rick, explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or a charitable trust, real estate or taxes. It is so complicated, you've got to rely on an expert like Rick, who is so kind and knowledgeable about all of it. So be proactive. Take control of your life now. You can schedule a complimentary consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show, Your Partner in Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick, my estate planner, yourpartnerinlaw.com. Many people with near or over a million dollars in assets will mistakenly pay more in taxes in a long-term care situation than it would have cost them to set up an insurance plan to pay for the care needed. Due to recent changes in the Pension Protection Act, these new asset-based plans guarantee a tax-free benefit for long-term care and pay your estate back with interest if you never use it. But most importantly, it's about having a plan. All your children have to do is carry out your wishes, and you're not a burden on them. That's why I love the advice my wife and I got from Brian Ott and 525 Advisors. Brian's asset-based class is this Friday, June 21st, in Bellevue. This class is aimed at individuals and couples who have accumulated close to or more than a million dollars in assets and may be considering self-funding their long-term care costs in the future. Learn why that is not the best idea. Seating will be limited for this special asset-based class this Friday. Friday, June 21st in Bellevue. So reserve your spot right now, 525longtermcare.com. That's 525longtermcare.com. Retirement. What does it mean to you? Has it changed as a result of today's economy? Are you worried about your future? Could there be stormy seas ahead? Hi, this is Rick Gregrick, founder of Gregrick & Associates. We're a dedicated team of legal and tax professionals that can help you navigate your course for a secure future. Whether you're just thinking about your retirement or you're well into your retirement years, whether you're single, married, or involved in a domestic partnership, we can help you create your necessary legal and tax planning. I am so glad I found one firm that can help me with all my legal and tax needs. Call today for your free consultation, 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. You can also sign up for a partner-in-law event. Just go to yourpartnerinlaw.com and find the elder law or estate planning course that's best for you. You can register for both events by going to yourpartnerinlaw.com, yourpartnerinlaw.com. 
Now back to your partner in law with Rick Gregorick on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. Hey, welcome back to your partner in law. I'm attorney Rick Gregorick at the law firm of Gregorick and Associates. Hey, folks, you can get in touch with us all week long, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. On the web, you can uh, find us at rjglegal.com. That's the law firm's website. Of course, you can always find us through your partner in law, also through mynorthwest.com, or just Google us online and say Gregorick and Associates. That's G-R-E-G-O-R-E-K. And um, we'd love to uh, chat with you. We do offer complimentary, a.k.a. free, estate and elder law planning consultations for you. It's just a wonderful process for you to go through. Um, all of our clients, um, we have you complete what we call our life plan organizer. And we have been using this organizer in various incantations now for over, you know, over 20 years. And it helps you identify all of the important things in your life. So if you've got your pencil handy, if you're not out there driving, I want you to think about the people in your plan. Who are you planning for? In other words, spouse, children, grandchildren, charities, start, you know, who are we planning for in addition to yourself? So this is at the end game. So we're talking about when I die, who, who's going to get my stuff? That's, that's one part. Then I want you to think about the people in your life and in your, you know, that would be involved in being caregivers for you. And when I say caregivers, that's going to be two types. One's going to be a financial caregiver, going to pay your bills, manage your investments, take care of your 401ks. And then there's the medical and the healthcare decision-making that has to go on. And how, do, how are those coordinated? Should it be the same person in both jobs? Maybe we have different people in both jobs. What checks and balances have you built into your system? Um, we want your estate planning to work when called upon. Because once your estate planning documents are needed, generally speaking, you can't fix anything. You know, if your estate plan is non-existent and you're afflicted with, you know, cognitive impairment, you may not be able to sign legal documents anymore. It's just really simple, folks. If you lose your ability, your cognitive abilities, you may not be able to plan. And then you kind of morph into a whole different world of existence. You are going to have to look to the government to provide for your care, more likely than not, through a guardianship or other protective means. Um, the costs now are staggering. You're going to private pay out of pocket until you're broke, and then after that, um, go on Medicaid. It's not a pretty sight. It's not where we want to go. I have not yet met with a client who said, my goal in life is to work hard, be successful, save a few bucks, and then end up on welfare. I have never had that stated to me as a goal. I have it stated to me as, how do I avoid this? Well, that's good. That's a great question to ask your attorney. How do I avoid this? How do I pay? And we need to look at every person's individual situation on who's going to pay for your cost of care. And what's really unique, I think, about the cost of this disease of Alzheimer's versus other diseases. Um, looking at a 2015 study, so uh, the numbers are bigger now, but these are big numbers. Um, heart disease, cancer, um, if we look over a five-year period in treating these diseases, we find that they're around $175,000 for over a five-year period. During that same five-year period, however, dementia care is around 300000 almost double. However, the components of cost are very different. In your heart disease and cancer and things like that, a great majority of this cost is picked up by insurance because it's medical cost. The cost of care for Alzheimer's, when you have to be institutionalized in any level of care, if whether it's an adult family home, assisted living, skilled nursing facility, any of the facilities, that is a housing cost, ladies and gentlemen. It is not truly a medical cost, therefore no medical insurance, but it's certainly a cost of the disease. And this is one of the big problems. Folks are not recognizing that the cost of care 
for Alzheimer's and that, if you have to go into a long-term care situation, that is your home. It's a housing cost. Therefore, your medical insurance doesn't pay. Well, in, in you know, everyone does this, but we, we as a society, we often interchange Medicare and Medicaid. And there is a huge difference between the two. There can be interplay between them, but there is a big difference between the two. Medicare is your coverage for your medical conditions. And, you know, you fall and you end up in a hospital and you end up in rehab. Medicare is going to cover your first 99 days. 100 days. 100 days. And of rehab. Well, uh, uh, Medicare uh, will pay, say you had a hospital visit, say mm-hmm. had a stroke, and then you're discharged to a rehabilitation facility. Yep. You can under certain conditions. It's not automatic that you get 100 days. There's criteria for that, but you can get up to a maximum of 100 days of housing cost, if you will, exactly. as part of Medicare. Very few people ever make the 100 days. Right. And, and, and my point is, is, okay, Medicare covers that type of event, the stroke, the fall, the heart attack. It, you know, for the most part, without you know, case-by-case analysis of it, it will cover most of that, if not all of that. Medicaid, you get Alzheimer's and you go into a assisted living or nursing home type of situation. Medicaid picks that up after you are essentially destitute. Absolutely. Otherwise, you pay. And that's the difference. All righty. Hey, we're going to uh, take a quick break. Hey, uh, Marie out there in Seattle, hang on. You're first up after break. So uh, your partner-in-law will be right back after this quick, crass commercial break. Sometimes big events in your life all of a sudden cause you to wake up and realize you should start planning for the future. I lost my dad a little over a year ago to cancer, and I remember thinking to myself, I should probably have a will or trust. So I called Rick Gregorick. Now, the reason I called Rick Gregorick is because I've been listening to him on Cairo Radio on Sunday mornings, and the guy is an absolute expert. I sat down with him. I explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or charitable trust, real estate, taxes. It was so complicated. I was so glad I had Rick right there to walk me through the whole process. So be proactive. Take control of your life right now. Go meet with Rick Gregorick and schedule a compliment consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show like I do, Your Partner in Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Schedule a meeting with my estate planner, Rick Gregorick, at yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. This is Michael Medved. Financial experts will tell you that you should have a plan in place for the high cost of long-term care. If your plan consists of using your savings to pay for any long-term care needs in the future, then take a moment to contact 525 Advisors. 525 Advisors are the local long-term care experts. They will show you how to set up an asset-based plan using a portion of your existing savings. Now, this way you maintain control of your money and you're guaranteed to get your money back even if you don't need long-term care. For every dollar you put in today, 525 Advisors will show you how to get 3 to $4 back in tax-free long-term care protection. Call 525 Advisors today to learn how you can put a portion of your savings to work and protect your family and the rest of your assets from the high costs of long-term care. Call today at 425-748-8188. That's 425-748-8188 at 525longtermcare.com. That's 525longtermcare.com. Have you ever wondered what would happen to you or your loved ones or your business if you were incapacitated tomorrow or if you died prematurely? None of us plan on it, but not addressing these issues can be catastrophic to your finances, your family, and your business. Hi, this is attorney Rick Gregrick, host of Your Partner-in-Law, right here on Cairo Radio every Sunday morning at 8. Elder or estate planning is necessary for all of us, regardless of our wealth or lack of wealth. So whether your estate is large or small, you simply must have a proper legal life plan in place to protect you, your loved ones, and your business. For your free estate or elder law planning consultation, give us a call today at 425-284-3450. At Gregorick & Associates, my staff and I will take the time necessary to understand your needs and recommend the best plan for you and your family. Call us today at 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450 or go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. We return to Your Partner in Law. On Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH with your host, 
Rick Gregorick. Hey, we're back, and thank you for listening to Your Partner in Law. We love chatting with you every week. We love even more when we meet you in the office or out at our events. So uh, you can give us a call at the office, 425-284-3450, or find us online at rjglegal.com. Hey, let's uh, go talk to Marie. Good morning, Marie. Hello. Hi, you're on air. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you for um, waiting. What's your question? I really don't have a question. Okay, I just comment. want to com- make a comment. Okay. That if you uh, if you should have your your financial planning done while your spouse or your loved one can well in my case a spouse can still sign the papers. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> That's a real toughie. Think about that, but you know, if their memory's going, they they lose the ability to sign or write. And if you don't have the power of attorney, uh, I think it becomes complicated. It becomes very complicated and can become very costly. Um, Marie, you're absolutely right. You know, all of our financial documents, our accounts. And one of the other things that happens as people, um, you know, people that are afflicted with. Um, you know, memory issues and things like that, oftentimes they can do great harm to their finances um, before it's kind of figured oh, out that they're... And so we, we've seen, we've had some just, you know, terribly sad cases where people have either been, you know, scammed out of money or they've just made, you know, foolish investments or they saw something, you know, they got in the mail, they responded to something. Um, we've just seen some really horrible, you know, very sad situation. So thank you for reminding everybody on that, that, you know, part of your financial planning is making sure that uh, someone's going to have the ability to deal with your finances when you're no longer able to do so. And that protects both you and your spouse and your family. So uh, Marie, thank you much for your comments. We certainly appreciate that. And uh, thanks for listening to your partner-in-law and uh, Tell a friend and, you know, kind of spread the good word. I mean, that's how most things really happen is through word of mouth and people saying, hey, you know, this happened to me and maybe you can prevent that in your state or here's what I did to prevent some of these problems. So I think if we get some uh, community talking about it, it will help even more. It's not the greatest topic to talk about, but it's uh, one that's a big one. It's pervasive and it affects almost every single family out there. You got to turn your mic on. Scott. And so, so, uh, so much of our, so, so many of our clients actually are uh, children that have dealt with their parents. Um, you know, what will happen is, is they'll they'll go through either a bad guardianship situation, or they'll have to deal with a bad set of estate planning documents, and they'll go through and work on those. And that's that's why it's important. So, Mariga, is there any follow ups to your uh, comments? I could just say that um, I had it done in 2012 because I could see what was happening uh, with my spouse. And he now has been in memory care for a year. Oh, boy. And I don't know if you want to know how much it costs, but I'd be happy to share. Well, I've got a pretty good idea, but why don't you tell our listeners? (laughs) Well, I've probably spent at least $90,000. In one year. One year. One year. Yep, yeah. and 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 you would expect that cost. And it to, goes up. There you go. Yeah, it, it doesn't stay there very long, does it? It uh, it can jump up you in some charged, big numbers. You get charged for rent, and then you get charged for care. And yep. as the the person gets worse, there's more care involved. So of course, the cost goes up. It does indeed, and it's it's rather staggering cost. And you know, folks are you know, like you you mentioned, it's a housing cost, and that doesn't isn't paid for mm-hmm. by traditional medical insurance. So the only type of insurance would pay for that no. is long-term care insurance. And sadly, right. most people don't have long-term care insurance that are at the age where they might be needing it right now. Where We are finding some people are starting to buy more and more, but it's still a small percentage of folks who do that. And so we're relying on our own savings. Um, and this can go very, very quickly when we start, you know, chunking out because you know marie you have all of your other household expenses this ninety thousand is on top of everything else well it is but you know fortunately we prepared (laughs) we prepared through the year so um didn't think it would happen but it did isn't that the case you know none of us plan on it but um it does happen uh you know, Marie, I know very few families that aren't afflicted by, you know, some of these issues, and um, it's a big deal. So uh, thank you for sharing your story and um, 
kind of the cost with folks because it's always good to hear from somebody who's writing the checks and uh, taking care of that. So best of luck to you. And uh, if there's anything we can do for you in the future, please don't hesitate to give us a call. And thanks again for listening to your partner in law. We really do appreciate it. So anyhow, folks, we, we really, you know, I want to wrap up uh, today's show a little bit on, you know, kind of a positive note. Proper planning will give you peace of mind. That, that's kind of the point. So when we do our planning, whether it's will-based or trust-based, that's not the most important thing. It's what have we included in our plan? How are our documents written? Are our documents written to address our situation? You know, me. Rick, is, is my plan talking about Rick and then the things that are important to Rick and the family members that I want to provide for and then who is going to provide for my care, both financially, medically, if something happened to me here at work, you know, we've got all kinds of issues that we need to deal with. So we want to make sure that we're looking at all those things. There are opportunities out there. We cannot prevent you from getting Alzheimer's, but we can help shape outcomes of how your estate unfolds, how your your family and your finances and all those interactions work. And I think that's probably one of the key issues. Scott, do you have any closing comments for today? Well, I just I wanted to comment on Marie. I wanted to thank her for the call because, you know, we love questions on our show because it, you know, gives us some things to talk about and, and you know, bring our listeners in. But we also really love comments like that from Marie because what it does is it really um, underscores how important it is to plan because if you don't plan, things can be difficult. But if you do plan, things can work out okay given how bad the circumstances are because none of us want to lose our ability to make our decisions. None of us want to lose our uh, ability to, to do things on our own. And so it's good to know that you know planning does work and Marie is, is a good testimony to the fact that planning does work and that it's really important to do. Staying in control is doing your estate plan. Staying in control is saying who's going to manage my affairs in the event of my disability. Staying in control is saying who's going to make my medical decisions if I'm unable to do so myself. Folks, stay in control. Get your estate plan done. Give us a call at RJG, at Gregorkin Associates. Excuse me. Give us a call there. You can find us at yourpartnerinlaw.com or rjglegal.com rjglegal.com and your initial estate and elder planning consultations are free. We want to get you off on the right foot. We'll provide you up front with our life plan organizer to get you all ready to go. And um, I want to say happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there, those that are still with us and those that have gone beyond. We'll be back next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick. Event Info newsletters and Your Partner in Law podcast can all be found at yourpartnerinlaw.com. To schedule an appointment with Rick Gregorick, call 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. For more information on the show or to sign up for a free Partner in Law event, visit yourpartnerinlaw.com. Tune in next Sunday morning at 9 to Your Partner in Law with your host, Rick Gregorick. Simulcast on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH.